Welcome to another issue of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. Uh, this will be a very interesting show today before I get started. And even you may know because I have to label them before you look at them, but uh, this will be a different show. But thanks to our sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Burbank, ComC, Heritage, Huggins and Scott, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Panini, Tops, and Upper Deck. Great sponsors. Thank them for their support and uh, their give them your business if you are shopping for things that they have. The nice thing about most of the sponsors that I have, they're pretty much non-overlapping. The card companies do different things. The auction companies have different approaches. The card shops have different approaches. And uh, Beckett Media and ComC have, uh, for the in in many senses, complementary services. So hopefully, one big happy family. Today's episode, 90 score football. We just did 89 score football with Rich Klein, and that was enjoyable because that basically has been a successful set. But many times, the first set that comes out, then the next year, it's not, it's not as good. So that's kind of what happened with 90 score football. In many respects, it was bigger and better. But as far as being received by the collecting public, the price has not exactly been, it hasn't exactly been a winner. As, as uh, Rich expressed, the, the rookie cards for 89 were exceptional, and they got some pent-up uh, demand from players that had been there the year before that Tops had not done. And so it just really hit on all cylinders in 89. So what did what did score do in 90? They doubled the size of their set. They went to two series of 330 cards each. Uh, they they put out lots of uh, wax, although it wasn't really wax. It was more plasticky kind of uh, wrappers. And they were uh, they did uh, factory sets as well. They are right on. Well, I don't. I, I guess some people might consider 90 score football to be junk wax, and I'll address that as to whether or not I agree with that or even what's the definition of that. But suffice it to say, it, it hasn't been a set that's taken off. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the Beckett Price Guide listed at 20 bucks for a complete set now, but it's been as low as uh, seven or eight bucks. And at one point was, I don't know that it was unsaleable, but it was, it was very low for 666 cards set that had uh, lots of uh, of uh, superstar football players in it. So and then they and also then the uh, the factory set is is now listed at 25 bucks and the only difference the seemingly the only difference between a factory set and a hand collated set for the extra 5 bucks you get five extra cards which are these final five picks which again score had a number of brilliant ideas not sure this is one of them. 
to make a uh, a five-card insert only available in the factory sets, but it's the last five guys picked in the NFL uh, college draft. It could have been brilliant if one of those five had gone on to some great career, but it didn't, and it's unlikely, and and that so rarely happens. On the other hand, it gave those five guys a chance to have a card, and I suppose that pleased at least the families. Another reason for getting factory sets, if, again, if it's a set that has, uh, I don't know if I'd call it great ability, but if there would be one really good card in there that if you got graded, that's where factory sets do well, the 89 upper deck um, Baseball being a good example, they're, they're going to you 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 want to get a sight unseen, untouched uh, Ken Griffey Jr. But score was busy that year with football. They weren't that wasn't the only thing they did of putting out these uh, the the boxes and and uh, and factory sets. They they also did a hundred hottest set, which is actually a, a, a decent set. You don't see those as much. There, it's very similar except different card numbers. It was available. I I I think it was available retail, you know, in retail places, and it came along uh, bundled in with a magazine, and uh, it's not exceptionally valuable. But as far as uh, the cards in that set, they're they're uh, quite a bit more collectible than the regular ninety score. And then they had in the blister packs also available in retail. They had these giant blister packs. And they'd put in these hot cards, which are interesting looking, and they're twenty five bucks. I think they've been twenty five bucks for a long time. Decent cards, but uh, again, the the thought that the whole uh, set was overproduced is is still still uh, suppresses that. And then there was a young superstars box set, which is just you know it's. 10 bucks, but there's a Barry Sanders and a Troy Aikman in there, which are kind of like second year cards. And it's probably the, the better of the, of, of the score cards that year. And then late in the year, they did a supplemental set, which is distinguished by the T suffix after the card number. And uh, the set has been over a hundred bucks back in the day, but it's now listed at 60 bucks. And forty of that is is the Emmett Smith, which Emmett is card one hundred and one T, and Emmett's very aware of that card. I think he likes the card. He, you know, when he was uh, uh, early in his career or, or during his career, his family had a card shop and sold stuff, and and uh, so he's always had some interest in uh, collecting and his and his own cards in particular. So if you picked up a set of the supplemental set, uh, you actually, if it was unopened, because it came in the set form, you'd, you'd get, if you pull out the Emmet and it's perfectly centered and everything else is perfect, it, it goes from 40 bucks raw to 400 bucks in a 9.5. So that that's a play that somebody could could do. So again, the set is not junk. That's probably the best of the of the score issues, and yet it's fallen quite a bit from what uh, the Heat had had uh, in the early 90s. There, 
again, unless something happens that would be very unpredictable, they had these Super Bowl trivia, little tiny uh, square cards in there, and those are those are not great. If there is such a thing as junk, then that's that would be junk. Uh, they're they're not usually priced or sold, and they don't really have players. Uh, they did do promos uh, before they sent out. Uh, a lot of the companies back in the day would send out promo cards to show the dealers what they were what they were going to be uh, buying and when they placed their orders. And these promos, Barry Sanders is the main guy that's that would be uh, have any any value. Uh, any substantial value, but it's just, it's very subtle difference. Again, though, they they didn't come in packs, the, these variations, the, these promos, and they're almost indistinguishable. So uh, it's unlikely that you have them unless you are someone that's uh, buying something from a dealer. So, what would I do if I had a box of these or a case of these or a set of these? I think that it's actually not necessarily at a resurgence of interest, but if you could buy this set for ten bucks or if you bought it in in a you know in a in a in an album with plastic sheets for ten bucks, and I think that probably could happen or you could get them in a in a in a factory set or something like that if you got it for 10 bucks that's there it's a lot of fun to look at there's a lot of interesting subsets it's admittedly not very valuable but if you were a big fan and a collector back in 1990 that set captures a lot of what was going on at the time so i promised you and again all my opinions are my own they're not necessarily the opinions of the sponsors or Beckett Media or any other uh, entity in the industry. I'm I'm uh, uh, independent at this point and uh, in enjoying being retired. I'm not trying to stir the pot, but people ask me what's what's junk wax or junk product or the, the junk era. Well, ninety. If if someone told you they had a monster box of 1990 scorecards. Junk means you probably wouldn't be interested in even taking a peek at it. You certainly wouldn't want to pay the postage for it to be shipped to you, even if it was free. You probably wouldn't even want to, you might want to pay the one-tenth of one cent price that some dealers pay in extreme bulk for stuff that's that's not grade, graded. Uh, if you had an uncut sheet of 90 score, Again, that would be a nice keepsake. Uh, if you had a uh, an uncut sheet of uh, of, a, of a set that's more difficult, that had a an outstanding, very valuable rookie card somewhere in there, you might try to get it professionally cut and graded. But an uncut sheet of ninety score is what it is. You would just sell it. It'd be attractive. It'd be interesting. There are probably some out there. If you had an unopened box of these. Uh, again, they're not necessarily wax or cello. They're 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 kind of plasticky wrapped. Junk wax to me means it's not worth opening them. There's a whole bunch of packs in there, and even if the collation is great, what what is your end game to put together a set or to uh, sell some hot singles? There are no hot singles. 
and there's very little demand for the set. Uh, the best card, if you if you if you work backwards and say what if if the best card in a set is a dollar, and yet if you went to the Beckett Marketplace or went to ComC or went to eBay or any other place, and it's just readily available in quantity for a very low price, you're going to say pass. And yet, what I've found is that the peak times of the hobby being at its strongest was when liquidity was at its strongest. And so I hope there comes a day that that uh, that uh, card shops and it uh, shows that people are able to buy cards at fair prices and uh, get cards that people don't want into the hands of people that would like them. Or there's always donating to the Children's Hospital, which, which some people have done. Or going to Rich's Adat uh, show, his uh, synagogue show that he has twice a year where he's got uh, uh, free cards for everybody. And I'm not saying all of them are 90 score football, but there could be some 90 score football in there. And it could be other interesting stuff. So 90 score football. I thought about this because we just did 89 score and I not mistakenly, but I wound up buying something three months ago that was a conglomerate lot at an estate sale, and you had to take it all, and I got a good price, but what's in there was a box of 90-score football. And I thought, I have a dilemma. What am I going to do with this? That box is still sitting here unopened, and uh, I'm going to find somebody perhaps younger that would appreciate it and the price is probably going to be zero. The price that was on it was five bucks, and I think that's too much. So I love this hobby. I hope you do too. It means uh, I love the the uh, less expensive stuff as well as the more expensive stuff. And hopefully when you all put it, when it all gets put together, it's a, it's a hobby that has something for everyone. So thank you for your attention. Uh, this probably will be one of the lowest rated episodes that we have, but that will provide a baseline for uh, some of the other episodes. It must, might provide a, a floor or a, a standard for uh, episodes that don't um, get anybody very excited. But I enjoyed doing it. Hope you find some value. Uh, love to have your feedback. It's Beckett Insights at gmail.com. You can just email me and I'd be happy to. Uh, Uh, respond in a future podcast. Thank you again.